So I got out the uh, the podcast deck. Ah, okay. A deck. Of, I thought that's what you were talking about. <laughs> yep. I ordered. I have two sets of these. One is like podcasts, like show ideas, which is what this one is, and then there's one that's like a deck of like interview questions. But I lost that one, so I'm converting these show ideas into uh, sort of pseudo questions. Um. So. Newbie mistakes is the topic of is the show topic of this card. So if we convert it to a question, what's a newbie mistake that you made in gaming? In gaming in general, Linux gaming bonus bonus points, but uh, in gaming in general, I I know one that like I've I've told a few times. Um, I don't <laughs> think I've said it here before, but um, mine my I'll go ahead and tell you mine. So in World of Warcraft. Uh, when I first started playing WoW, like, you know, 10, 13 years ago, I don't even know how long ago it was burning crusade. And, uh, I was low level and it was like that, that those like nostalgic early days where it takes you like a year to get from level one to level 60 or 70 or whatever the max was. And so you're like living most of your life in this like 35 to, to 45 range. Right. And at some point, like low level, uh, my friend that I always played with at the time, he had just picked up um, enchanting and um, we were all excited about because neither one of us had done any professions. And so he's like, yeah, I can enchant your gear and all this kind of stuff. And like, <laughs> I know how to do these three types of enchants now. And like, do you got anything you want me to disenchant uh, or do you have anything I can disenchant? And I thought, I don't know what this means. I, I barely know what enchanting <laughs> means. And so I just said, oh yeah, here, I'll give you some gear. And it was all like gray items or whatever. And he's like, no, 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 they need to be at least green items. Um, and so I gave him some green items that I hadn't put on yet. And I was like, okay, here's, here's these, you know, do these. So he disenchants them and he's like, oh, thanks bud. And I'm like standing there quietly. And then, uh, so when do I get them back? (laughs) 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 And he's like, oh, uh, you don't know how disenchanting works, do you? <laughs> <laughs> so that was when I found out oh, that uh, disenchanting is not the same thing as enchanting. And I was never going to get those items back because they got turned into magic dust. <laughs> oh, that, that reminds me of back in the day on RuneScape. We used to do this thing called the trust drop. And... Yeah, we'd go to this random building in in somewhere. We get somebody. We go to this random building. Go to the top floor, and be like, "All right, we'll both drop our most valuable items in our banks at each end of the place, yeah. and we'll have to run and go get the other person's." So the scam was was that you go up there, you get set up, you drop your items, they drop their items, they'd start running, you'd pick up your items, run, grab their items, and run the heck out. <laughs> So you got everything. Yeah, I, I, so many people fell for that. I've never played RuneScape, but I've always heard about like all the scam stories of like. Oh, there's so many. They would they would just like tell people like just let me hold that item for a minute. I just want yeah, to yeah, yeah. I just want to see what it looks like in my character. <laughs> oh, oh so man, funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's see. Let's do another one. Let's do another. One. I'll find another one. Uh, all right. I don't know about. I don't know what this one could be, but the the next card is discuss a trending topic. That's so vague. What's a what's a trending topic? Someone in the in the chat, give us a trending trending topic. 
We'll we'll try our best to discuss it. <laughs> We're allowed to veto. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok dances. Okay. You know, it's funny that Leo brings up TikTok because I did talk to you <laughs> after the last episode about how I was looking up Linux on TikTok just to see oh, what yeah, was there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> there are Linux TikToks. <laughs> there are there are Linux TikToks out there, people talking about. So the F disk is how <laughs> you... There, that it does exist. I thought that would make a funny YouTube video if we if we kind of reviewed some Linux TikToks. <laughs> oh man! All right, well, let's go ahead and start this thing. Welcome to Crowbar Kernel Panic, the podcast at the intersection of Linux and gaming. This is episode 21. The year. Old enough to drink. Oh, yeah. We're, we're of legal <laughs> age now um, to drink. Um, the year of the streaming desktop. I know we're going to be talking about some game, some stream, some game streaming. So I thought that would be like a clever title for this episode. Um, we are live streaming on YouTube at the Crowbar Kernel Panic YouTube channel. Um, you can send us an email at crowbarkernelpanic at pm.me, and you can join us on Discord at the Mintcast Discord. We hang out in the Linux gaming uh, channel, and uh, lots of good discussion going on there this week. I've been I've been keeping a track on. It. I know the big thing uh, that everybody's talking about is the uh, the Steam Deck because they, yeah. they they finally announced that they're they're going to be launching that on time. I, I believe it's pretty much on time, January February February that yeah. Is. I thought for sure whenever they said they were like doing a February launch, I was like, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll believe it when yeah. I see it, you know? Exactly. <laughs> but supposedly they are. I still am on the, I'm still of the opinion that I'll believe it when I see it because, um, I was, I, I, I was one of the people that like waited for the exact launch moment so that I could try to get one right in the first wave. And they still have not requested any money from me other than the $5 um, <laughs> holding spot. I got it. I wonder, I would like to see the percentage of people that, that, that like put in the five bucks, out. but then didn't actually stick yeah. it out. That like didn't never right. like pay it. Um, but I've been watching my email every day, waiting for them to ask for that. And they haven't yet, but I'll let you know as soon as they do. And when it comes in, we'll definitely, definitely do a review. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I'm like, I'm excited and worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be, I think it's going to be cool. The only thing we have a, so we have an article in uh, this week's news. Um, so Valve is squeezing more battery life out of the Linux drivers. So they are working on um, ways that they can kind of, well, they're, they're trying to squeeze as much battery life as they can, as the article suggests. But um, yeah. they're doing this by, um, basically trying to limit the rendering of like the outskirts of the screen, like the parts of the screen that your eyes aren't necessarily going to be focused on. Wow. And okay. Especially like with a handheld device, like you're, you're probably going to be 
in the majority focused on the center of the screen and they're like running this at such a low resolution that's how they're kind of cheating the graphics drivers to begin yeah. with to work on this device um but uh, i'm you know as everything we've discussed with the modifications that they're doing to their version of the os i wonder how this is going to reflect for desktop gaming if you could apply this to like if if it was possible to also apply this to like lower end graphics cards, like people that build PCs with, you know, like eBay graphics cards or something, um, I wonder if there would be other benefits besides just the handheld device. But obviously, their focus is that. Yeah, I I I don't know. I'm I'm still skeptical on on how big of a performance. Uh, increase or whatever you want to call it we're going to get on the desktop versus on the steam deck because mm -hmm. it seems like they're so focused on the steam deck specifically that i don't believe we're going to get a huge you know benefit yeah. for a lot of this stuff like i, I don't know i i mean i, I kind of contradict myself when when with proton in general because proton has been great and as we know now it's pretty much been building up because of the steam deck that's what mm -hmm. what they've you know been building all of this stuff for yeah <clears throat> so. i mean they weren't. I don't just, know. They weren't just investing it out of the goodness of their heart. No. Um, <laughs> so uh, Leo points out 720p on the outside and 1080p on the inside. Um, they're specifically doing this through uh, variable rate shading or VRS. Oh, okay. Um, so they're basically adjusting the VRS on the outer parts of the image versus the inner parts of the image. But, um, hmm. but yeah. In addition to that, I am waiting patiently for them to take uh i even forgot how much it was three or four hundred dollars out of my bank account <laughs> did you get the small one the, yeah the, i got the, the smallest I one small. yeah because yeah. i wanted one to talk about on the show and i do want to play with it but i don't actually know how much i'll use it i think it'll just be a cool gadget um i think i'll actually use it just like as like a little mini portable computer just as much as i would just like as much as i would yeah i, I used to love the psp as a web browser, like whenever I got my first PSP, <laughs> yeah. the, the fat ones yeah. that first came out, yep. I used yep. it to browse. The, I didn't at the time. I didn't have a smartphone, and and so like I would use that like a smartphone. Yep. I, I kind of feel like I'm going to be using this in a similar way, which is probably ridiculous in twenty, you know, in the twenty twenties to do that. But I think it's, <laughs> it's nostalgic for me in some ways. <laughs> oh, but this article also talks about how people that install Windows won't benefit from this uh, unique graphics rendering, which, like, no duh. But right. it made me think, what kind of insane person is going to buy one of these to install Windows on it? I feel like that is going to be terrible. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel... I feel like there's going to be a lot of people doing that, to be honest. I, I, I know it does sound crazy, but I just don't... I, I feel like I feel like they're going to get this. They're going to try to play those top, you know, 10 games. None of them are going to work or whatever. Maybe on the first, you know, the first shot. And they're just going to install Windows yeah. and be done with it. Yeah, I mean... Because a lot of games aren't even on Steam. I could, Yeah, I could see that. I could see that if you're not a Linux gamer and you buy one of these because of the hardware of it... And but I just if you've been following if you were one of the first first people to jump on the um, the pre order I feel like you're gonna also be keeping up with the news as it comes out and I feel like yeah. it's pretty obvious that like all this stuff is like tailored for their Steam OS and if you install any even if you install another version of Linux on it I wouldn't trust like I'm I'm sticking with whatever's on there and I don't even think I'm gonna change it 
until yeah. until a while down the road whenever i know there's some tutorial out there by somebody that says how i can get exactly the same setup on on arch versus steam os well steam os actually is they're, they're basing it on arch but i don't know but I've, if you wanted to go pure arch you're saying they've put they've invested so much into like slim like streamlining this thing as much as they can like i'm not oh yeah i way smarter I, I than i am another, you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah i would not put another distro linux distro on this thing like yeah. unless just for testing because you're not you're you're gonna get worse a worse experience yeah and because windows they have suicide. it specific for this yeah and, and yeah and windows the only benefit you're gonna get out of windows is those games that you cannot play on on um linux at all because they're not but they're gonna Steam. run straight doo-doo though like they're <laughs> they might i don't know i i, I don't know i i just I, i'm really curious to see some of the some of the performance uh testing on on this thing once it comes out i, I i'm w- waiting for um we'll definitely do it here but um the big news today humble bundle has changed their that well basically they're consolidating a few services and in that consolidation, they're removing Mac and Linux. Um, yeah, like what the heck, man? <laughs> I know. Like, I feel like this is really out of place for for Humble Bundle too, because like, yeah, I I actually checked my Humble Bundle account uh, the other day because uh, it was Lutris. Um, Lutris had like a feature where you could log into mm-hmm. Humble Bundle, and I had just never yeah. tried it yep. before. Yep. Uh, let me pull this off the screen. I don't know what's in here. I might be revealing something. Um, <laughs> the, I have stuff going back forever ago. I'd never logged into this to see what I had, but I have Amnesia, the darkest the Amnesia, the Dark Descent, which I think was one of the first Humble Bundles um, that oh, wow. ever released. And I remember I did it because they were they were they were doing Linux games. Yeah. And I've just always thought of them as being like this you know, big Linux open source, uh, or, you know, Linux in any case, uh, advocate. And I think this is kind of an odd move for them to be, uh, um, backing out on Mac and, and Linux support on a number of games, they say, and they're moving. So this is a service called humble trove, um, which is being re this is a little confusing there. It's being replaced by another service called humble choice, and Humble Choice is going to have a desktop client, and the desktop client is right. only going to be available on Windows. Right. Um, and that's yeah. kind of a separate news item to the fact that even on Humble Trove, they're saying that starting um, February 1st, so by the time this podcast is officially released in audio form, um, this will have happened. Um, yep. But yeah, I think it's really odd. I was really shocked by this by when that. I heard this. Like yeah. I think I think the first person I I, I heard it by was um, Gardner Bryant on YouTube. Uh, he's a he's a Linux uh, YouTuber, and uh, I was like, what? When I saw this thumbnail, I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many humble humble bundles I I've done just because it's Linux, you know. Recently, they've gotten into like the RPG uh, like uh, tabletop game realm, and they've been selling a lot of PDFs for some games. And I've noticed that they're kind of oh. they're like repeating a few now. So like mm. I think last year I picked up the Modifius uh, Star Trek Adventures set, and then they just did that one again recently, um, and it was basically the identical set. I mean, I think maybe there's one book that had come out since the since the last one, but um, yeah, I don't know. So I mean. I don't know. Right now, I have a love-hate relationship with with Humble Bundle, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
probably the really big news from the week is Microsoft potentially buying Activision Blizzard. Oh boy. This one this one could be big. Yeah, this one I I'm not surprised that they like announced this at all, but at the same time I was kind of surprised. <laughs> A lot of people are co- coining them the Disney of uh, game game uh um, yeah, yeah, developers. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, I'm surprised Disney hasn't tried to buy them. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> trying to look in here to see how much it was. It's like a record-breaking amount. Um, Wasn't it like seventy billion or something like that? Yeah, sixty-nine billion. Sixty-nine. Yeah. No, it was sixty-eight. 68. It was sixty-eight because <laughs> he's like he's like they could not have it say sixty-nine, not with the whole thing with Activision <laughs> and all that crap. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they said so they, they said somebody said they had a board meeting and they were like do not do not bid 69 <laughs> um yeah so i i actually if this happens all right so oh, leo has a leo has a comment on uh, uh let me see what leo said uh if it goes through what do you think they're going to do about the pretty decent WoW and Diablo support? Um, to be honest, I think it's going to get better because all of my Microsoft games work on Linux. <laughs> I haven't had one that, that hasn't worked on Linux. So are are you meaning, so Leo, clarify, are you meaning like how well it runs in Linux? Okay, that um, I don't think it'll change. I don't think it'll change. I don't think like Windows yeah. is like, like buying it to try to... Honestly, they're buying it to try to get the mobile gaming stuff. I mean, it's uh, we think that they're focused on you know Call of Duty and World of Warcraft and Diablo, but no, it's Candy Crush. Like Candy Crush makes way, <laughs> way more money than any of those games. Yeah, we we yeah. just don't care about them, but there's plenty of people that do, and that's why that's why they're buying them. Um, and the the WoW stuff probably also doesn't hurt. Yeah. yeah. So Leo says that his suspicion is um that hey Leo, do you want to join you want to join us on uh on Discord? <laughs> Don't feel pressured to, but you can if you want to. Um that they <laughs> uh are possibly going to have a WoW subscription for the Xbox. Uh mm. I, I mm. that's a tricky that sounds one. decent. That yeah. sounds like a decent idea for them to do you know i actually think that i think that it would be good for if i just i think that it would be good for blizzard i think that it would yeah. help um okay that's they're cool. all about game pass <laughs> yeah no i think it would help out uh wow i think that wow could use that injection but i think it would be short-lived i don't think it i, I really don't think it would be like a like a big longevity play it, it would get a bunch of people that would jump on just because of the they because now maybe it's available to a new group of people that it wasn't before right but wow is just also like it's just too much to try to jump into like if you jump into wow right now and there's just like so many different like like level trees that you have to go through um i mean it's just even as a longtime player like i'm not i'm not about that i saw they announced some new expansion or maybe it was just leaked that this is what it was possibly going to be um something about dragons and uh imagine dragons um 
and it's not really Imagine Dragons. Um, <laughs> but I was I was just like, there's no way I'm doing that again. Every time a new a new expansion comes out, I think I'm gonna try it, and then I I, I buy it, I I log in, and I play the starting zone, and then I think, why the hell am I doing this? And I quit playing, and and <laughs> I'm not doing it again. This that was this yeah. last one was the last one. As a matter of fact, I might even be I might have even missed the most recent one. I don't even know what the most recent WoW expansion is. Um, but I've I've been a Blizzard fan for a long time, or at least I was, and uh given everything that happened recently, not just not just all the terrible workplace environment stuff, but even just the game itself, I just had lost interest in and that was kind of the, yeah. the final straw kind of deal. I just, even though the new Diablo looks really good, I am just not interested in that company enough to even, like, I just don't even, I just don't even want to support them at this point. Like, I don't even care. Um, I'm not wishing ill on them, but I just feel like I'm not giving them my money anymore. And I kind of would like to see new management. I mean, if Microsoft bought them and it seemed like there was like some sort of culture shift in a positive way, um... I th- I think that would be a good thing, and I think not just I'm thinking about this outside of the the realm of like a Linux gamer, just uh, as a, a as a Blizzard fan in general or a once Blizzard fan in general. I think a lot of people um, felt like it had gotten stale, and they would like to see you know the passing yeah. of the torch in some way. Now, as a Linux gamer, I do have to, I see where Leo's coming from in that WoW has always been a game that you can run on Linux. Like it's always been very very playable. Um, in recent years, I would say it is pretty much the same as Windows. I'm sure it's a little better on Windows in a lot of cases, only because, of, especially if you're on an NVIDIA card. Um, but I think it's gotten really damn close. Um, and if they port the game to work on Xbox, then it probably will affect that. Um, I mean, there's other games. I mean, ESO runs great, and ESO is also yep. available on Xbox. Um, Final Fantasy runs great, and I think it's available. I know it's available on PlayStation. But I think it may also be available on Xbox. I could be wrong about that. Um, so I mean, it's not impossible. It's still it still could be done. Um, but like it's I said, I, I don't think. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't think it's gonna. It's gonna change for the worst. I, I think it's just gonna. It's just gonna either be the same or get better because, like I said, all my Microsoft games work on Linux very well. Like they're some of my best games that work the best so i don't know i don't know if that has anything to do with it or or what but yeah so i think i I think i'm torn on this particular topic but mostly positive is what i would say i'm i'm you know i don't have much invested there but i am optimistic i guess i'd say it's it's easy for me to be optimistic because i'm watching from a distance (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how many more versions of that same sentence i can come up with um (laughs) but uh let's move on (laughs) Uh, all right. I don't know about this. Microsoft's new metaverse. <laughs> so, so the only reason I put this in here is is because with the new acquisition of Activision, some people are saying that the only reason why they're doing this is to get more involved in the whole metaverse, like what 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 um Facebook's trying to do and all this stuff. Like they're trying to they're trying to make like like wow be like this metaverse for them or something. <laughs> it's like it's so. It's so crazy with all this crap. I don't. I don't even know what the heck they're they're even thinking. If if this is what they're gonna do, like, what are they gonna do? Like, to a VR meeting in WoW? 
<laughs> yeah. Now, whenever you do your work from home Zoom calls, you can have like your WoW avatar as. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what I'm thinking. As, what that's what it makes those, it seem like. Uh, as your VTuber, you, have you ever seen VTubers <laughs> where they those things, those things are actually kind of cool. There's a there's a, a D and D uh, dungeon master that I watch on YouTube that's a VTuber. Um, <laughs> so uh, this whole metaverse thing. So let's just that's a trendy talk topic right there. Yeah. That we can talk about. Yeah. So, uh, the whole metaverse thing, like I, it's, it's one of those situations where it's like either I'm not getting something and I'm just too stupid or like, <laughs> this is really stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one of the other, either it's really is as stupid as I think it is, or I'm just dumb and I don't get it. But to me, <laughs> this whole metaverse thing is just like second life, right? Like it's just. Like they're saying, you know how you used to hate going to a grocery store in person? <laughs> so now you just order things on Amazon and get it delivered to your house. Well, now you can do that, but while simulating the part that you didn't like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but if you get mad, you can just destroy the aisles and, and nothing, you know, happens to you. Yeah, Come on. It just goes back. Who doesn't want to go down the the aisle and knock down all the cereal off yeah. the rack because you hate it. <laughs> how long, how long before you're like walking through, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the public's metaverse aisles and there's like goatsies plastered on them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like counter-strike, uh, circa 2005. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, no. I I think I, it reminds me of whenever tablets like first started coming out. Um <laughs> which sounds bad because obviously tablets like are a thing. Like that wasn't like a huge flop. Like people adopted tablets. They serve a huge purpose. I love mine. It took a lot longer than they thought it was going to, but and it yeah. It didn't happen the way they thought it would. And that's no. the way that's the way VR is. It's like obviously VR is like great technology. There's some stuff that the company I work for is is I actually should not even finish that sentence, but there is stuff out there that looks really promising um, to VR and to uh, AR. Like this, this stuff, it it really is going to serve a purpose in the future. But there's people right now that are trying to predict what it's going to be so that they can like early invest in it, and that way they're a, a more major player as you know as it comes out and comes to fruition. And what it reminds me of is I remember when I used to work retail and tablets first came out, our store manager was like, we're getting rid of the computer section. We're not even going to, the computers that you see out there now are going to shrink and shrink and shrink and we're never going to sell computers anymore. And <laughs> we're just going to have a tablet section. That whole section back there is just going to be tablets. And I just remember they kept, they kept talking about this and I, I was just... Every night I would go home to my big honking computer that I'd invested all this money and time into building and that I basically spent 90% of my life at and thought, I'm never going to replace this with a tablet. And there's got to be <laughs> like, sure, there's people out there that that would replace it with a tablet, but there's got to be plenty of people out there like me that are never going to do that. And, and And so more and more. We kept selling less and less computers, less and less computers, more and more tablets. The tablet section got bigger and bigger until finally got to the point where it's like everybody's ordering computers online for like two years because no one's interested in just buying a tablet as their home computer. 
And so sure enough, we had to start expanding the computer section again and shrinking the tablet section down again. <laughs> it never and and the thing is is it's like not it's not like tablets was a fad. Everybody has a tablet. Tablets are great. They serve a different purpose than your computer. And yeah. but it, but this whole metaverse thing like reminds me of that where it's like there's people out there trying to make predictions and the truth is they're so out of touch with like normal society that they have no idea what people are going to want 10 years down the road. They're just trying their best to get yep. ahead of it. So the, the the one good use so far I've I've heard about the whole metaverse and, and VR and all this stuff yeah. is for podcasting. Actually, oh, they, wow. they said that they said that, that the latency, there's almost no latency because instead of using like a H two six four video encode and going across the internet, you're literally all logged into the server and you're there in digital digitally in real time. So you can actually see the motions and you can see the people's, you know, hand motions and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, and, and it's, yeah. and it's just, it's just better that way. I, I, I feel than this, than how we're yeah. doing it right now. So I could see what you're, I could see. Yeah. I don't know. I could see what you're saying. So you're saying because we're all in the same, uh, you know, we're all in this same. Yeah. We're all logged world. onto the same server. Yeah. Everything's coming out of the same place all of the latency is coming from from that one place so so between the people there's no latency it would be or like, very very little it would be kind of like if everybody that wanted to tune into us live like joined our our discord server and like listened to us talking on on discord yeah exactly exactly there would be no there would be no lag time right um yeah i don't know there's got to be there's got to be another way to do that than than having to go shopping at a, a digital version of Walmart. Yeah, no, that that's a horrible <laughs> idea. That's a hor I hate shopping. And, and no matter how how you do it, I don't care if it's digitally. Unless yeah. unless I'm going through and there's a zombie apocalypse and I'm looking through the aisles for zombies, I don't want to be at a, at a grocery store. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's. I think right now it's just a. Uh, you know, it's like blockchain was two years ago, like blockchain obviously really cool technology <laughs> but there was like a short period of time where it was just like every startup is like blockchain technology you know it's like yep <laughs> it may be and it, it may be unnecessary in this application like just like yeah and that's the whole thing it depends <laughs> on the application you know if it's unnecessary why mention it <laughs> why yeah. try it oh man yeah i i don't know but that that that's what they're saying. That's why they that's why they bought Activision because they're trying to do this whole metaverse thing. But I don't know now. You you told me what you said about this whole thing being possibly a sham altogether. I don't know. I don't know. I, no one can predict the future. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the speculation that yeah, that they're not that they only bought them to to boost up their their name a little Activision, bit. Activision. Uh, so trying to buy them. I this is not necessarily uh, mine and and certainly not Josh's opinion, but I I heard on another podcast. Um, they were speculating that Microsoft's supposed proposal to purchase Activision is really a ploy to raise speculation on their stock because of the recent, um, you know, dip that they had because of, uh, all of their social media troubles and stuff. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. 
That, it could be anything <laughs> at this point. If if it if it turns out they never buy them and we never hear nothing else about it, then maybe that's what it was. But if they buy them, obviously that that speculation is wrong. If they buy them, I kind of feel like they they're gonna buy them. I kind of feel like it's gonna. I feel like happen. it's a good fit to be honest. I'll put it this and way: it's a good time. If you're planning to buy Activision Blizzard, now's the time to do it. I'll yeah, put it exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, TechSpot.com. Sony could respond to Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard by purchasing EA. Wow. Yeah, there's so many people talking about Sony. Who who is Sony going to purchase? Who should Sony purchase? <laughs> should, should they purchase um e, uh, uh Square Enix? Should they purchase EA, you know? Who are they going to do? But, but like why? Why do they have to purchase anyone? Listen, <laughs> That's what I want to know. Listen, Sony, if Microsoft jumped <laughs> off a bridge, <laughs> exactly that's my reasoning <laughs> um let's see uh the gaming landscape has been shaken to its core and we're not even a full month into 2022 uh more deals are more deals could be in the pipeline see i read i got uh, far enough ahead to read pipeline and i said what does this have to do with pipeline or pipewire um, <laughs> more deals could be in the pipeline but regulators response to microsoft buyout activision blizzard will likely play a big role in determining when or if they happen so basically i haven't read this article uh you posted it in here but i'm i'm guessing that it's speculating that other companies seeing microsoft potentially purchasing um, Activision Blizzard is going to just lead to other similar companies, right? Making right, especially Sony because they're like yeah. direct competitors. So I don't know. It's going to be kind of crazy. I, I'm just worried. I'm just worried that all these big companies, just like the the Netflix and and Disney and all that, are going to start buying up all these companies, and then we're just going to have this like duopoly. <laughs> Did, didn't Microsoft buy Bethesda? They bought Bethesda. Yeah, right? they bought yeah. Bethesda. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. honestly, that seems to have worked out. You okay. better not freaking screw up Skyrim. I'm telling you. <laughs> so far, so far, I feel like Elder Scrolls has has been or Elder Scrolls. Sorry, <laughs> has been on the on the slow and steady. Well, they're working on a, they're working on another Skyrim too, aren't they? Or no, it's another Elder. No, Scrolls. no, no. You're right, you're it's right. Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I just call it Skyrim anymore because yeah, it's no, been around too. for so long. <laughs> yeah, me too. E even Elder Scrolls Online just feels like you're playing online Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean that I mean that hasn't been that hasn't been terrible. I'm actually the 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 last two releases for Elder Scrolls Online I feel like have been really good. And that Yeah, game, and the one the one that just came out looks pretty nice. Yeah, the one they just they just announced. My wife's super excited about that one. Yeah, me <laughs> she too. loves the Breton race and that's she's just like all into that. I love the <laughs> cutscene they have for it. There's like a Yeah. like a group of people sneaking in. They're probably gonna kill those people in this throne room, and then they get there, and some like bigger, stronger dudes already done it. <laughs> he's like, "What you gonna do uh, now?" <laughs> <laughs> Elder Scrolls Online, twenty twenty. <laughs> um. All right, so that's all we got for the news. Um, I don't know who wants to go first. Uh, I've got Amazon Luna to talk about. You've got a bunch of distros to talk about. I can condense this. I'm not too worried about it being too <laughs> awful long. Which, I just wrote a lot of it out. <laughs> we, which one do you want to go first? You can go first. Okay, I think mine will be quick, honestly. I've had such a busy week that, a busy couple weeks, 
um, and an even busier weekend. I'm even surprised we're even doing this podcast today. I just didn't want to go much longer without doing another one. But um, one thing I did do in the time period was pick up everything that it took to play the the Amazon Luna. There, that's their like cloud gaming streaming service thingy. Um, and thingy. <laughs> yep, and it's 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 different than the other ones because you have to you have to have two components to make it work right. You can just do it from your browser on your computer, but it sucks. Don't do that. If you're going to do that, the Nvidia streaming service is a yeah, better option. They're they're awesome. Yeah, it's cheaper that. and it they have a better game selection uh or to me, they have about the same number of games. I don't really know specifically which one has more, but to me they had better games than what's on the Amazon Luna selection. Uh, same thing with the Google Stadia. Google Stadia definitely has a better uh, game selection. But but uh, if you use their 4K Fire Stick, so you have to have the Amazon 4K Fire Stick, which I, I did not have. Um, I had to order that. And then the Amazon Luna controller, which is really what sold me on this whole thing because I wanted the Luna controller. Um, I wanted it. Oh, it looks so nice. Yeah, I wanted it for my PC. Like, I wanted this regardless of the gaming service, and I just figured if I'm going to order the controller, I may as well try out the service. Um, and I've been talking about how, like, my son is still not quite old enough to play games yet, but I, I want to kind of test the waters. I'm thinking about for his birthday getting a Switch, um, and I think we're pretty much sold on that because this controller, as big as it is, he can still kind of use it. And I know that if he had the little... If he had the little switch, you know, how they, they break yeah. they break off. Mm-hmm. If he had that, he definitely would be fine. Um, but the way it works is the controller connects to your... There's an app you install on your phone that connects the controller to your Wi-Fi, but it's also Bluetooth and can connect to the 4K device that you, you plug into your TV just like any other Fire Stick. Um, and you just install the Luna app on the 4K stick and then the app will see the controller and and then they'll link up and then the latency um whenever you're playing a streaming game you're always worried about latency if you're using this luna controller it doesn't feel like there's anything it literally feels like i'm playing an xbox like it feels wow. it feels extremely responsive if you're doing it with mouse and keyboard through the browser it doesn't it doesn't feel that responsive mm. um so i mean yeah basically if you're There's not playing, definitely something in the controller that is helping yeah. out the or, or or the streaming stick that's yeah. helping out the latency there. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. It's those those things working together is what makes it what makes it work. But um, so the way the service works is you pay five ninety nine a month for the Luna Plus service, and um, that is like just the basic like that's how you get Luna. Mm-hmm. And there's a list of games um, that are part of that basic service but then they have like extra they call them channels but you can add channels onto it and right now there's only two available i don't know if that's planning to expand or what but there's an ubisoft channel all the ubisoft games um which i've never really been a big fan of i mean yeah i used to be a fan of them but not anymore not recently right yeah none of the recent games i'm really i'm really that into and so i i didn't subscribe to that one but it's the most expensive it's 17.99 for the ubisoft plus yeah, which is a lot. That's um, just for their for, for their games. So that's yeah, that's yeah. a lot. Um, but they also have a family 
which is the one I subscribe to because again, my excuse for buying this controller with my wife was that we were going <laughs> to, we were going to see how my son <laughs> did with it. Uh, so I signed up for the uh, family, which is two ninety nine, So it's only $3. So in total, I'm paying nine bucks a month for, for the Luna plus, plus the $3 family service. Um, and that's reasonable. The games are not extremely like young kid friendly. Like the family games are, there's like a, uh, how to train your dragon game, which is basically like a legend of Zelda kind of game, but with modern graphics, it's like a, it's, it's like a little kid RPG. Like it's really neat. Um, my son enjoys watching me play it, but he, he can't really play it on his own. Um, oh, there's a really cool adventure time game that my wife and I have gotten really into. <laughs> it's basically final fantasy, but with an adventure time and it's, and it's actually, it's actually <laughs> really great. good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, uh, it's, it's, it's really similar to final fantasy. You have like a turn-based combat system. Um, and yeah, you know, you, you have, to, Oh, you know, I think I've seen footage of that yeah, online. It, it works really good. <laughs> it works really good. And it looks like you're playing a cartoon, like the, like just the, just the aesthetic of it is like really perfect. Yeah. Um, but some games that I played, um, there was a few games on there that I had been wanting to try, but I had not yet picked up on steam. There was even a game on there that I actually own on steam and I, I, I chose to play it on the Luna over mm. playing it on my PC. I've not played it on my PC yet. Um, that game is uh, a plague tale. Um, Oh yeah. So a, a plague tale, the, it's a story of like, um, medieval France, uh, black plague, plague time period. Um, you play as this uh, character who right at the beginning of the game, um, there's like a group of people that come in and they're trying to get her brother who has been like locked away for some mysterious reason, um, probably having to do with this virus that's spreading across the land. Um, and they're trying to like, you know, they want to kill the the brother. And so you have to sneak away with him. And the whole game is played like sort of like a Metal Gear Solid style sneaking, mm. sneaking mission game. Um, but you have like a sling with that can hold five rocks and you can also pick up things and throw them. And so the whole game is based around like, you know, watching patrol who's trying to catch you and the brother. And you have to solve these uh, sort of like um, puzzles on how to get mm. past these people by uh, either making noise somewhere else telling the little little brother to go do something and then you meet him like on the other side somehow or, or something like that. Um, and it's a really good story. Um, one night, uh, my mom, uh, babysat my son. And so my wife and I, we, we had a free Friday night, you know, it was like, we could go to the movies. We could do anything. We ended up just playing that game all night long. <laughs> um, it's, it's a really, it's actually a really good game. And it, I never at any moment felt like, it, I was at a disadvantage for playing it on the Luna versus my PC. Now it was on sale recently. And so I actually did pick it up on my PC, but I haven't installed it yet. Um, and then, uh, another game that I had been looking at, but was not quite willing to purchase yet, um, is control. Um, Oh yeah. I have looked at that one. That one looks, it looks decent, but I just don't know. I have too many games. I haven't finished. I don't want to get too many, <laughs> too yeah, many it's, games. It's pretty neat. I mean, I like it. It's really like, uh, it reminds me of there's a game called Delta Green. So this is Delta Green is a is a pen and paper RPG, um, but it's about this like sort of like Cthulian. Um, it's like the X Files. You know how the X Files oh, okay. is like you know they they investigate all the weird macabre stuff. Um, mm -hmm. There is like a secret government agency 
and the main character seems to have some knowledge of it. And as you play through the main character's storyline, you learn more about like why she has the connection to this, this like secret bureau. Um, and all along you're finding scraps of paper and, you know, audio recordings and all these documents that kind of tell the story of this agency and how it came to be and how it has this connection to like this otherworldly, like, you know, entity. Um, mm. and it's, and it's really cool. And I did notice that some of the things from, um, and they also do this in Delta green. Um, some of the thing and in X-Files, um, how some <laughs> of the things are like based on real, like sort of internet conspiracy theory, like, um, yeah. Uh, there was a, oh, I forget what it's called, but there was like this place where everybody in this town was hearing this hum and, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like that, like that plays a role in the storyline of the game and, and Interesting. Stuff. so it's, it's really neat. It's really neat to, uh, kind of see how they worked. Like, I don't want to say real life events because these are just real life conspiracy. We'll say, yeah, um, yeah. into, uh, into this game probably normal events but people make them out to be conspiracies <laughs> yeah um but uh some somebody in this town just bought these news corsair fans that i just bought i'm gonna tell you my neighbors probably hear a humming since i bought these things too um so but the but the gameplay is like a third person shooter um and i thought it was going to be kind of like a resident evil style game where you're finding like uh keys and clues and then puzzles right but it's not that it's basically like well, i was gonna say it sounds like that but no it's more like fear if you remember the first person shooting oh yeah fear, yeah okay it's it's kind of like that where it's like they do all this trippy stuff over the screen mm. while you're shooting at you know enemies and stuff um but it's mostly just a shooter it's mostly just a you know oh, okay bullet hell shooter one of the neat things about the game is like it has this mechanic where like you have infinite ammo your gun basically charges up ammo. So if you're real trigger happy, you'll just run out real fast and then you have to wait for it to build up again, but you'll never oh, run man. out. Um, and but it then, just takes a while to come back. <laughs> yeah. And then you can soup up your gun with different pieces that, that adjust that. So if you're the type of player where you're just going to spray and play, then <laughs> or, or spray and pray, um, then <laughs> you need to adjust your gun to just constantly, just constantly refill ammo, you know, or if you're yeah. more methodical then you want your, when you hit something, you want to do a lot of damage cause you're only going to take one shot, you know, the headshot, man, get yeah. the headshot. <laughs> um, but it's, it, it was, it's cool. It's cool. I, I, I have to admit I've kind of, uh, I've, I wouldn't say I've lost interest in it, but it's not like, uh, it wasn't what you were expecting. Uh, I mean, I don't, I didn't really have much. Ex it won a bunch of uh, awards okay. and it has cool cover art. That's about all I had. Um, it's like when it, I kind of play it, like when I'm unwinding, but it's not like appointment, mm -hmm. like uh gaming, like I'm like, I'm not at work going like, what's the next chapter of control going to be, you know? <laughs> um, and then real short, uh, mini reviews. I did uh resident evil biohazard is on Luna. And oh, okay. I, when that game originally came out, it looks too terrifying to play. And I never played that one. Um, <laughs> but I want to play village. And so I, so I thought I should play biohazard cause I know it's the, it's before village, even though you don't necessarily have to play both games. Um, and I was right. It's way too terrifying. I can't play that game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to keep going with it, uh, done with it. But, um, I also played, uh, the Blair witch game, which is pretty neat. Um, that sounds like it should be more terrifying. <laughs> it's not, it's not as scary as biohazard. Biohazard is way scarier. Um, the Blair witch game is, um, it's, well, it's very similar to the movies, obviously, but 
the main character is searching for like a lost kid in the woods and you're part of a, a search team, but they've already went out way ahead of you. So you're solo, but you can talk to them on the radio and you have this dog that is like a, uh, like a retrieving dog. Like if, you know, if it smells like a piece of clothing right. then it'll go try to find it, you know, that sort of thing. Oh, and okay. the game mechanics all work through that dog. Like you give the dog commands um, and like you tell him to like search the area and then he'll, he'll sniff around and when he finds something, he'll bark and then you got to find where he is. You may get separated from the dog and, and then you're trying to, you know, find your way back. But yeah, I, I don't know. So how good is the dog's AI? Is it pretty good? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty okay. good. That's all like those games, like all hinge on the AI of the, of the, you know, thing that you're, you know, yeah. trying to follow <laughs> I only only played the first part of it and I, I didn't get very far i can tell mm-hmm. that there's also like a video camcorder mechanic which of course mm. there is in blair witch project right yeah yeah um, that makes sense but i didn't really get far <laughs> enough into that to see how it worked but it seemed like there was like a well to go back to resident evil if you've ever played the beginning of resident evil there's a moment where you play as the cameraman that's filming mm. you find a piece you find like a cassette tape and then when you put it in and watch it the player actually plays out the the cameraman and the footage mm-hmm. I, mm. I think there may be a similar element to that in the blair witch game but i haven't gotten that far to to see um but yeah so other than that uh real quick mention um project gorgon we reviewed Project Gorgon several episodes ago, and we talked about how there was this motion blur and everything. And then recently, yeah. you mentioned it in uh, what was the name of that game? Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, yep. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yep. The most recent version of Proton Experimental has, I think, fixed both games, but definitely yeah. Proton. Yep. Or uh, definitely Project Gorgon. Project Gorgon has no more blur. Um, I started a new character in that game and started playing it again, and um. It's still a ridiculous game. I don't recommend it to everybody. <laughs> um, and then a game that I want to play more of and maybe review on the next episode, but I, I really need some motivation to do it. So I'm going to, I'm going to commit myself to it now and I, and everybody hold me accountable. I have to play it between now and then uh, a community run uh, server. It's like a community run MMO made out of the Neverwinter nights enhanced edition mm. game. Uh, so Interesting. You, you can buy that game on Steam for like $5. It's really cheap. And if you go straight to the multiplayer section, you know how a multiplayer on those games basically works like someone's made a server like on their computer or something and you can join their game and play in it. Well, there's this like huge community run game called Aerolith. They have like four servers. It doesn't matter which server you join. You kind of, they're kind of like in like some kind of weird mesh or something. Um, the metaverse. Yeah. <laughs> That's the true. Never win a nights is the true metaverse. Um, <laughs> but they have like a whole MMO. It's got like NPCs and storylines. Um, they're like super, but here's why it's intimidating. They're like super strict on, on role. Oh, playing. Man. Like if oh, you, crap. if, if you interact with other characters, you have to do it in <laughs> You're RP. A casual gamer. Do not play this. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they have like, like rules. Like they could ask you, they'll give you like a warning or something, but they could yeah, ask kick you, you to leave. Yeah. 
and, and so I've been too scared. I've been too scared to walk around. I'm afraid someone's going to walk up to me, and I haven't like worked out my storyline yet or something. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, traveler. All right. Uh, uh. <laughs> Hi. I need, I need, I need a uh, Elder Scrolls like NPC, uh, like. AI or something that'll just talk. Oh about yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> then you just get banned for ha- for having a, an yeah. AI. <laughs> oh yeah, they could probably spot it right away. Um, but so if you if you download the game, the game looks terrible because it's super old. I mean, it looks exactly <laughs> as it did in the original Neverwinter Nights. But there are some new um, packs that you can download. They're not as they're not a DLC on Steam. That's where I look for them first, but. Um, there is a post on the Neverwinter Nights, and I'll just make sure there's a there's a link to it in the show notes. But there's a post on the Neverwinter Nights website where you can download the new skins so that all the models look modernized, and all hmm. of that works on this Aerolith um, server. So your your character model, everybody else's character model, will look like the modern version, so it doesn't look terrible. Um, it looks better than RuneScape. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I made my, it's one of those things where it looks better when it's in the world, but on the character creation screen, yeah. when I made my first character without the new models installed, I was like, Whoa, I just, that was <laughs> Did a I waste. just go back. To the guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a waste of $5. Cause I'm not playing that. Um, but with the new character models, they don't look bad. They don't look bad. Well, that's all I got for this week. So what have you been uh. working on? Well, like always, I've been distro hopping. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I do. Don't we all? Uh, so well, it's it's just this new this new laptop. I, I've been I've been searching and searching for the perfect distro to use with this laptop because I just everything has been has has just there's been something wrong with it. And and I never tried Linux Mint on it yet until now until this whole thing but just as a spoiler linux mint was the clear winner Mm. i don't know what they do under the hood other than even like ubuntu and the others but it just runs so smoothly and the drivers work and even my fans work which no other distro worked I do have to go into Windows and set the fans up and then switch out to Linux and then they work or to well, Linux Mint. But any other distro would just go back to default settings and then they blast for like no reason. And they just keep at like, I don't know what, 4000 RPMs all the time. So mm-hmm. then that's like impossible. You can't you can't even hear yourself think sometimes. <laughs> Let alone podcast. That's what's going on with my fans. I've been complaining about how loud they are since I got them. Yeah, I, I have no idea why Linux Mint works so well, but it just does. And I think I'm just going to keep it on here because I'm like, nothing else seems to work and, and, and everything. I'm, I'm mostly afraid of, of burning this thing up, to be honest, because the other ones, the fans would stay stay running fast. But before they would run fast, they would be like totally silent. And that transition period between them being silent and running fast, I don't want it to burn up like it was quite a while it could have been like 30 minutes as they ramped up it just wasn't working right there was just something not right (laughs) about it but anyway yeah that aside i did a whole ton of different testing on each distro just to see what worked and what didn't um so 
my uh, oh and my Linux game because I've been trying to play Linux native games more so than than anything else. I I've been playing Splitgate. Oh, that is a very very fun game if you're like into Halo or or anything like that. Like this game is 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 awesome because it like reminded me of my LAN party days back when I was like you know teen a teenager and. We, we would just get together and and all play Halo. This is kind of like that. I mean, it's it obviously it's not the same thing, but the f- the game feel is like that. Like it's not it's not like Call of Duty where you get in and you like just can't do anything because everyone else is so overpowered. <laughs> like uh, that's how I feel when I get into like a Call of Duty kind of game or even Halo nowadays. <clears throat> I'm but um, it up now and adding it to my wish list to remind me uh, to install it because. We talked about it this week, and I was planning to install it, and then I never, I never did. So I'm doing it. Oh, it's it's so fun, and the whole portal aspect of it, where you can, where you can throw these portals and and go through them and shoot through them and and all this stuff. That is an awesome mechanic and a pain in the neck because <laughs> there's some people who are so good at throwing portals that you, there's just no chance you you will you will die. There's no there's no way. But but there's a good balance in the game where even though there are people like that, they don't always pair you with people like that. They kind of like, like change it up. Like, will there be one match where you just, you just totally lose? Like it'll be like five kills to like a hundred (laughs) kills. And then there'll be other matches where you win the same way, but the opposite, you know, the opposite way. So they kind of like go back and forth with who you're, you're um, playing against. So I feel but, like um, I feel like I would struggle with the portal aspect of it, which is what's kept oh, me I from do. trying it. That that is a very very confusing thing for me. But as I've been playing more and also uh, binding the portal buttons and um, different buttons to my mouse, that has helped a lot because I don't have to look at my f- stupid keyboard to figure out. Oh, I got to press a uh, Q and E and and Z and X and C for you know the the different portal. Uh, uh, you know, to close them and open them. Instead, I just have it on one, two, three, four, five, six, and I can just click them on my on my mouse because my mouse has twelve keys on it, and that's that's really nice because then I can just click with my thumb and I, I can uh, do that. My favorite thing to do though with the portals, and it's the dumbest thing because you always die, but it's just so fun, is to throw a portal way up high and put one right where you're at and just snipe through it. It's so fun. <laughs> Because <laughs> you'll see a person just running at you, and you'll be like, "Yeah, you're dead." <laughs> oh man! Oh, it's so much fun. So that's so the the night. So no one can complain about campers because if someone's camping, you should be able to just put a portal there. Yeah, and the and thing is, if them. someone if you can't see someone and they go through your portal, they can just kill you, or they can shoot you through your portal. Like, yeah. So the thing is, when you throw a portal yourself, you can see through it, but everyone else can't, even your teammates. No one can see through it, but they can still shoot through it. So if they see you shooting, they can still shoot at the portal and still hit you. So oh, wow. it's it's not totally unfair where they can see you, but they can still shoot you if they if they are smart enough to realize, oh, that guy is right there standing next to his portal. <laughs> but the so nice awesome. thing is, is that if someone finds you, like if you're standing there and someone finds you, you can just run through your portal and close them and then get away. Hmm. So... 
most of the time you don't most of the time someone just kills you <laughs> if you're standing there it's really stupid to stand by your portal like that but like i said i just find it so fun to just snipe people <laughs> man and there's a whole bunch of different game modes like um there's this one oh i forget what it's i forget what it's the name of it is but um there's a ball you have to hold and you get points as you're holding the ball for your team and um you can't shoot or anything but you you can you can melee attack with the ball and it's pretty much an instant kill so that's like really fun you basically just grab the ball and you just hightail it you just run and run and hope not to get hit by someone else yeah <laughs> there was a thing um, in halo i think right yeah I'm, I'm sure there was i'm sure i'm sure all this stuff is just repeats that i haven't i haven't played for a long long time so this is yeah, all new to me now <laughs> and there's there's normal stuff like capture the flag and not capture the flag but um um like hold your ground hold a hold a specific position for you know if you got all your team in the in the circle you get points and all that stuff yeah. um but yeah it's just fun and there's no grenades in the game the only grenade you get is to close portals you can throw it at your enemy's portals and close them oh shit but there's no actual grenades like to blow up people and stuff so i mean that's kind of annoying because i always i always throw the portal grenades at people and it just does nothing and i'm like oh crap <laughs> uh, but yeah so yeah that's that's the linux native game i ha i've been playing and i've learned not to play it at night before bed because my freaking heart rate when i'm playing that game is like way too high <laughs> i'm like i'm like super on edge when i'm playing that game <laughs> and it's been a long time since i've been like that with the game <laughs> so um anyway so yeah the games i tested um were horizon zero dawn witcher 3 metro exodus halo um anniversary uh, edition uh, split gate valheim and uh, project zomboid uh, that's actually a really fun Linux game too. It's it's basically you're like a, a survivor of a zombie apocalypse and all stuff. It's basically impossible to win the game. You always die. There's no hope. Huh. But yeah, that that that's that's a fun that's a fun game to play. It's really low res and everything. It's it's um third person. You know, like hovering over the the guy, your guy. You're looking down from the camera. Um, yeah, it's been recommended to me. I was wondering what it was. It's pretty it's pretty fun, hmm. but um. I haven't been playing that game a lot. I just tested with that game. I've been mostly playing Splitgate. But, um, so, okay, I'll start with Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, so, like we mentioned, there was a fix for the grass, and there was a sound crackling that was happening. Um, after maybe, like, three or four minutes of, of playing the game, there'd be this crackling that would start in the in the, your sound. And that has been both fixed by Proton Experimental and um, Glorious Egg Roll. Um, they... Oh, that's patched in the latest 7. Dot, uh, oh, I think it's 7.0 okay. RC6 maybe it's 7 by now I don't know he he's been doing a lot of beta uh releases lately but that's also patched there but but glorious egg roll 6. Dot whatever doesn't that still has the crackling in it for at least for me it did um so yeah I, I went back and I tested the game with with everything I I was doing with after the uh the fix and yeah it's definitely fixed because all the games were pretty good um and pretty much every distro i i played this game on worked except for garuda which just didn't work at all to even use as a distro and zoran os for some reason had really bad stuttering and lag i don't know why but it just did um for that game uh let's see here and then i played witcher 3 um 
that game it, it has still has a lot of stuttering under most distros except for linux mint i like i said i don't know what it is about it i don't know if it's using my drivers better for the laptop or what but every other one i played it it, it wasn't unplayable but just like once in a while you get that stutter where it would the game would just freeze for a second and and it, it just for me that breaks my my immersion i don't really want to play like that um were you doing but, were you doing like uh like basic installs and then installing appropriate drivers and install the game or were you doing any kind of modifications or like in your testing no, how are you approaching that no no the testing the testing i basically just just installed the distro installed the drivers and went from there i didn't really do any kind of other i just wanted to see what the out of the box experience was yeah. with with the um uh, only tweaking at all I can say I did was I used Glorious Egg Roll once in a while just to see what the difference was, and most of the time it didn't really help in this aspect of of my testing with the with the stuttering. Mostly it's stuttering. Most of the stuff is just stutter from I guess I guess the translation layer between Proton and um you know yeah DX uh, DXVK or whatever. But anyway, yeah, because because all the stuttering just happens pretty much in the um, Proton games that I play. Okay, um, yeah, this is another thing I was about to ask. Okay, for the for the most part, I mean, there is some stuttering in the Linux games, but it's not nearly as much as the Proton games. Like in Splitgate, um, there is some stuttering in Linux, even on the Linux version. There is some. It's it's very subtle, but it's it in that kind of game. If you want to play competitive, that's something that you can't have mm. because if it stutters at the wrong time, you're done. Mm. So, um, so anyway, so then yeah, Witcher Three worked good on on Linux Mint. Like I said, don't know why, but it did. Um, Metro Exodus, the Linux native version, is just not it. There's just too many things wrong with it. When I first started it, it played only like half the screen was was there <laughs> it was like the bottom was my desktop the top half was was um the game and I, no matter what i did i tried moving it to different desktops I, it just wouldn't nothing would fix it i looked on proton db nothing that they suggested actually i didn't even see the the problem on there um so i have no idea why that's like that and the distros that did work that actually did come on the screen Whenever I would hit the WASDA keys, it would stutter. But if I stopped and I just moved my mouse around, it'd be smooth. I have no idea why that was, but that is just how it was in every distro. Um, but Proton worked fine. Um, there was some stuttering, like I said. Um, oh, and I forgot to mention, I should have mentioned this in, in the first part. I did let the um, shaders compile. Before oh, yeah. each one of these, I, I made sure I did that because they said it does help with the stuttering if you have it. And huh. it, it does help, but it, in most of the cases, except for Linux Mint, it didn't help that much. It didn't help enough for me to, to notice, at least. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, why, why these games are stuttering so bad and not on Linux Mint. I mean, I've been playing these games straight on Linux Mint for the past probably like three days and I haven't had a problem or well, maybe like a week now. <clears throat> it's I've been off and on gaming, but um, 
yeah, and I haven't had a problem with it. I, I haven't noticed any game breaking things. And on the, all the other distros, which I played for over over a day with on all these games, I, I just couldn't. I just didn't want to play them on them. Man, so you're making me want to go back it, to Linux, man. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I don't know why, but but this has been my experience over the years of going back to Linux Mint and just being like, this is where this is great. <laughs> Even on my desktop, that I, I've I've had the same uh, consensus. But also, the thing is, this is this is AMD, our, um, excuse me, Nvidia graphics. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I I don't know. Yeah, but, it might. It might. Uh, I mean, I'm also on NVIDIA graphics, but I also, I do have a similar experience. I don't usually have uh, stuttering, (laughs) except for just then when I was trying to say stuttering. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I do all the time. (laughs) (laughs) uh, It's probably happening. I noticed it happening on OBS uh, when we started. I don't know if it's still doing it every once in a while, but I have this weird screen screen tear right at the top of my... Yeah, I get a weird screen screen tear too on, on my... Only, only on my rightmost monitor, my my screen, my monitor on my laptop, and my vertical monitor, both don't have any stuttering or any um, screen tearing at all. But my my main monitor, right in, right, not quite in the middle, but a little bit up from the middle, like maybe like sixty percent up the screen. There's a there's a tear, and it only happens once in a while that you that I can notice it. Um, yeah, and, but, and in my case, it happens on anything. It doesn't happen on Proton. It's only on Linux native stuff. Huh, it happens on Albion Online, happens on OBS, but it doesn't happen in everything. Right. Um, yeah, Yeah, I know. It's just weird. It's just a weird thing. Yeah. But you're and, right uh, in that it doesn't happen in Linux Mint. What are, and I'm sure there's something I could install or do on my on my current Arch setup now, but I don't know what it is. Right. That's I'm, the thing. Right. That's what I'm saying. Whatever they do yeah. must fix these things. Like they must <laughs> be looking for this problems. Um, yeah. And so, uh, yeah. And Halo um, Anniversary Edition. Awesome game. I recommend. It's a Microsoft game. It works great. <laughs> um, that played smoothly. Um there were some stutters on the arch distros for some reason. Uh, like not like maybe like one stutter every 20 minutes. Like it wasn't anything crazy, but um, it, it was noticeable once in a while. Um, but it was totally playable on any of the Ubuntu distros that I used. It, no stuttering at all. There's still, like you said, probably something they have installed somewhere that's making it just smooth, smooth out. Probably something to do with the processor, I would imagine, there because of the stuttering issue. Most of the stuttering is the processor. Something to do between the processor and the GPU as it's trying to um, hand off the, the data. Yeah, my, my next graphics that. card will be ready on, I'm pretty sure. I'm 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 like debating uh, uh, let's say let's say the graphics card shortage stops right now yeah and yeah. intel releases their graphics card i would be like ah do i do i try the intel or do i go radeon <laughs> i would wait i would wait and see um, i know i know but i'm like i'm like oh that sounds so good like like the what what i've heard of the intel graphics card it's like it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I would wait and see. It might be enough I to know. entice me to wait, though. You know. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely enough enough for me to wait <laughs> for it. Uh, yeah. So Splitgate. Um. 
comparing it to comparing it to windows it, it definitely did get more fps on windows about 100 frames per second which is significant but you're talking 200 versus like 300 so <laughs> it's not like you're you're not going to be able to play this game but some people they they might notice that i don't know i'm i did not notice anything um so it seems like it's a pretty you know i don't want to say easy to run but it seems like it's fairly optimized Oh yeah, yeah. No, it, it works. It works fairly well on Linux. I mean, I, I'd really switching between Linux and Windows. I didn't notice anything really um, different between that game. That's the only one I really tested between the two, only because I was testing that as my Linux native game. You know, I was playing, so I wanted to kind of see the difference. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know why the frames per second were less on on Linux. Probably some sort of driver, you know, thing. Probably, I would imagine. But um, that game was pretty good. I, I, I could play that on either and have no problem. Um, Valheim was the same way. That I could play on anything. That, there's no problem with that at all, except for obviously Garuda, because I couldn't even get that one working. <laughs> I don't know why I have such a problem with it, but I do. Man, <laughs> I, I've said it before, and I feel like we... It's, it goes back to the metaverse thing. We're, <laughs> we're either we're either dumb and we just don't get it or what but people love gruda and i've just yeah, never it, had good luck with it i mean me neither I, I don't know what i'm doing we have very similar hardware so maybe it's yeah. we're just in this weird niche where it doesn't work for us but like but every time we've tried it it has not worked well for me it, this is the this is the thing my new laptop is intel nvidia and my desktop is AMD. Oh, yeah, that's true. Nvidia. Your laptop breaks away from the mold. Yeah, your your laptop's it's Intel now. The only thing that's the same is Nvidia. So I'm yeah. thinking maybe it has something to do with that. Because you have Nvidia, I have Nvidia. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why it's not working. Even though they have a native Nvidia install, you know, they can it just boots up right with Nvidia's drivers already installed. It still has problems. Major problems that I can't even use the distro at all. Yeah. <laughs> so and um yeah project zomboid that played well on everything probably because it's such a low power you know hungry game it doesn't take much to play that one <laughs> you can probably play that on a toaster <laughs> that kind of thing yeah that, that is a fun game though if you if you if you do have uh, get it on sale or whatever pick that one up that one's pretty fun just to mess around with um so yeah the arch distros that i tried all these on were manjaro endeavor and garuda obviously garuda didn't work so i might as well just throw that one out but i did try them on manjaro and endeavor um endeavor being like the build it yourself kind of thing after the install and manjaro being more like linux mint where it's like uh, everything already um so manjaro was mostly good I didn't really have too many issues with that one. The only problem I had, um, and this is probably a KDE thing. I was trying KDE on all these uh, plasma uh, where um, my monitors just just wouldn't. Wouldn't work right, like like the <laughs> it was so stupid, like half of my monitor was I can't even describe it. Half of my vertical monitor was half of my horizontal monitor on the side and and it was there was no way to fix it. I don't know how to describe it, but like I could see I could see my mouse on my right screen and my left screen at the same time. That's basically what was going on, but it was only half the screen. Half the screen was like that. If I oh. if I went 
probably you know how you can in in the Nvidia settings you can choose the option to uh um yeah I know I know what you're saying where you can move your screens around and change the different settings. Yeah, yeah, but there's there's one option that says that you can make it like one big X screen or something like that instead of having Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Ones. Right. Right, yeah. This is the thing though. This is my problem. I don't have any of those options in Nvidia in, in my Nvidia um setting. Even on Linux Mint, I only have I only have like like three panes of options. I don't I don't have the whole where I can configure my screens and everything. I don't know why. Hmm. On my on my desktop, I do. I have all that where I can configure them, but not on my laptop. I don't know why, but yeah, I thought the same thing. I, I was thinking that same kind of fix for it, but I I still have. I looked on the forums. I couldn't figure out why it was doing it, but it was. Um, and like I said, that could be just a plasma issue. This next one was definitely a plasma issue on Endeavor. Um. OBS and any kind of screenshots would not work at all. Like it, there was just, it was either a blank screen or like only one window would show up. And that was on the screenshots and OBS. That's, that's basically what was going on. It just, I, I recently had this problem. Okay. I, I actually didn't figure it out. I just used the, uh, I used a uh, snap image instead of the regular OBS. I tried all of them. I tried, I tried snap. I tried flat pack. I tried the repo version. All of them had the same problem. I don't know why. (laughs) And in in my case, it would capture, uh, it would capture brave as just a blank screen. But if I open Firefox, it would capture Firefox. Yeah. That's kind of what was going on. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know what's causing that. Yeah. I don't know either. Um, so the Ubuntu distros I tried was uh, Ubuntu GNOME, the regular version, Kubuntu, Farin OS, and Zorin OS. And so uh, Ubuntu, uh, it was it was basically like Linux Mint, except for like I had some I had some weird um, issues with my Optimus drivers not working for um, switching between the Intel drivers and our Intel graphics and nvidia graphics so like some of my games wouldn't play right because they would be trying to work off the intel um uh graphics drivers instead of my nvidia drivers and i tried installing the optimus stuff and none of it would seem to work right when i tried to switch it it would my screens would just go off and when i switched back my screens wouldn't look right i'd have to re readjust them for the resolution and everything so i just kind of Gave up on that one. Now, this is all probably my laptop and the setup I have right now with my three monitors, well, two monitors and my laptop screen. It probably a lot of it has to do with that. But because I didn't test any of these with just my laptop, this was all with my monitors because I wanted to see how it was with uh, with my monitors to uh, to use. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Kubuntu. Um. Yeah, I had that I had that same issue with the the screens kind of like not working, not looking right, like the the half the same thing with Manjaro. I I had there. I don't know why that happens, but it does. And then when I would launch games cuz I tried launch game even though um it, the games wouldn't pop up on the right screens and I could not figure out how to get them to go to my rightmost monitor that I want to play the games on. So that's why I kind of gave up on that one because 
I couldn't figure out what was going on with that. Like I said, I looked on the forums on all these to try to figure out, you know, if somebody else had the same issue. And I seem to be the only one with this issue with multiple monitors. A lot of stuff has to do with multiple monitors with Linux. It just kind of, it's, that's yeah, kind of a hard point. I think because you use the two different orientations, I think it struggles with that. In a lot yeah, of you did mention too. that before, and that could definitely be it. And, and although Linux might work, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and another thing is, is too like I don't think you should, if if that's what your best desktop layout is, then you, you know we should be able to make it work. It, it's, um, yeah, I'm not making excuses here, but I just I think no, that's right. probably especially no, it's some definitely of these, uh, like Endeavor and even Garuda. Um, although yeah. I think I would think Manjaro is big enough to not have the problem. That's what I thought. But uh, like Endeavor and Garuda, I feel like they're just they're trying their best to target like the largest base they can, and they just that's probably just you know they're not yeah. they're expecting fewer people to have uh and they don't know, have the time orientations yeah. right they don't have the time into it like Mint does Mint has a lot more time into their distro <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's that's true too that's a good point too uh Kubuntu is uh Kubuntu is one of those distros that like a lot of people love. That's a, that's one that, yeah. you know, that's, that's another kind of staple of, uh, yeah. And my whole thing with this was trying to get into KDE, trying to get into plasma and trying to see how that is because I'm, I'm, okay, I'm all this is kind of going off of the steam deck because they're using plasma and I tried to do the arch based distro. So that's what I was kind of trying to go from oh, yeah, like that yeah. kind of, a theme. that's what I was going by. But uh, like uh, my hardware is nowhere near, <laughs> what the steam deck's gonna have <laughs> video versus intel and all that so it's don't don't yeah. compare anything but I'm, i was just trying to see <laughs> yeah i'm just right yeah, yeah yeah i'm just trying to see how well i can get along with this setup with what i have that's all um so yeah Farin os i had the same issues as kubuntu again Farin os is um kde plasma even though it's, it is it is a slightly newer version than Kubuntu had, it still had the issues. So I kind of just lumped them into the same thing. Um, Zorn OS, I had extreme stuttering in most of the games. Um, that could be because they're based on 2004. Although Farin OS is based on 2004 and Mint's based on 2004. So I don't know. I don't know. They were just a no-go for me for gaming. And then Mint. Mint 20.3, everything worked. Everything. Like, I installed it. My screens worked right. My my login screen is on the w screen that I want it to be. <laughs> I didn't have to do any tweaking. Um, Every game. Well, if before the Vulcan shaders got compiled, it stuttered just like the other ones. And then I, I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, crap. It's having the same problem, whatever, yada just gonna have to ditch this one too and then i'm like oh yeah i gotta wait for these shaders to to compile so i, I so did that funny. we've been skipping we were even joking last episode about how like, i know they don't do anything and apparently they do and the other ones that i tried uh, they didn't it didn't do anything so i almost didn't let it happen i almost just kind of gave it um a pass but what ha what happened was is one game the vulcan shaders just compiled real fast some of the games it took like an hour to do so that's why most of the times i skip it yeah. but the one game it worked real fast 
and it was like buttery smooth after that got yeah. done and i'm like oh yeah i gotta let these compile <laughs> well for me what seems to happen is that it either happens fast like it either immediately right. goes through or it gets to like 100 percent and then just sits and never completes so there's there's a setting in steam um if you hold on let me let me look it up here All gotta right. open up my steam there is a setting in here. If you go to to the Steam and at the top left of your Steam window, you go to settings, you go to shader precaching, and you allow back, background processing of Vulcan shaders. That will let them process in the background while you're playing. So even though you skip it, yeah, it'll still it'll still process them while you're playing, or it'll process other games as well. <laughs> I yeah. just opened it up and it's right now it just said processing kingdom come deliverance. <laughs> yeah, me too. I just did mine too on the stream and it's processing wizards 101, which is a way more hilarious uh title to have pop up without it. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing wizards 101 with my son the other day. He wasn't interested. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that that definitely helps a lot for your for your um uh stuttering if you do have stuttering um I, like yeah. i said the other distros didn't help a lot but it, linux mint great so, <laughs> i'm really not trying to be like a fanboy here yeah. but like this is this is how it's been for a long time over five years it's been like this with linux mint where i'm just like ah, i'm sick of linux mint i'm gonna try something else me too i know i've done it myself yeah a week later times. back on mint <laughs> <laughs> me, yeah, me too. Plenty, plenty of times I've, I've, uh, I've done that. Um, so what I'm hearing is we always joke about, uh, Proton Glorious Egg Roll being the chosen one. <laughs> Sounds like the, the chosen one truly is Linux Mint with, uh, Glorious Egg Roll is the chosen yes. one. <laughs> oh, someone needs to, someone needs to make a, make a, a thumbnail of that with like Glorious Egg Roll with Linux Mint face. <laughs> if anyone can get in touch with Glorious Egg Roll, tell them we want him to come on the show. We should, yeah, seriously. We should, have put that the, awesome. we should have put that at the beginning that we wanted. Oh, <laughs> just just edit that. <laughs> throw that at the beginning. We'll remember it. We'll remember it next week. We'll remember it. Yeah. That. Um All right. So uh okay, so all my spiel is done. Hopefully we didn't lose everybody. <laughs> we uh, <laughs> tried No, no <laughs> tried it was, to be interesting. <laughs> it's good. It was very thorough. Very thorough. But the uh Linux Mint Glorious Egg Roll. So um what we didn't mention at the beginning, I need to make a note for next week to make sure we do, but that's that we're trying to get to a hundred subscribers uh, yes, at yes. close to 90 now. So we're getting close. Apparently I wasn't subscribed. I just subscribed. Um, and, um, uh, if we get to a hundred, we're going to help you install arch. Even if mm. it's just, even if it's just to experience the process for the first time. What well, if, what if, Arch is what I've been looking for this whole time. And like somehow it's like this, this God Linux distro for me. I, I highly, highly doubt it. <laughs> I know I highly doubt it too, but what if <laughs> I highly, highly, highly doubt it. Um, but uh, I was thinking too, if, if so I'll do something too. So what I'll do is I'll use KDE for a month because I haven't used KDE in years. Oh man. Um, so I'll do KDE for a month and you'll, we'll have we'll help you install arch and hopefully make a video out of it um yeah we should definitely we should do like a live stream of that <laughs> yeah i was thinking about that we got to figure out how to get uh well you might could do it like from your phone like just point your your phone at the screen or something oh yeah uh, i guess i could 
I um, can figure something out. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for thanks for tuning in, and please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you have not already. And we will see you next episode. Peace. See you.